Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Here's Jalen Rose. I'm David Jacoby. We are Jalen and go? Jacoby. What is it that we, we get a do? We they want in just hours free agency officially starts but we have some interesting movement in the nba already the spurs dejounte murray someone we've been discussing as somebody that could possibly no longer be with the spurs is no longer with the spurs he was traded to the atlanta hawks he will now join trey young in the backcourt in atlanta and it was an interesting deal because you could say both sides were happy. When you look at the details, the Spurs got Danilo Gallinari, make the contracts work, three first round picks, and a pick swap in 2026. And the Hawks get a nice piece to go alongside Trey Young. Jalen Rose, what do you think about DeJounte Murray's fit in the backcourt in Atlanta? Making moves, y'all. Moves, y'all. On and on and on. You know the Hawks are like, that adopted team in my family, Jacoby, because my family lives in Atlanta for over 20 years. Go to a ton of their games, seen them change over their roster, seen them change their front office, add to their ownership. My brother Grant Hill is a part of that as a minority owner. My family, Mariah, Ladarius, Gracie and I, we go to a lot of their games. And let me tell you something, for a Hawks team that made the Easter Conference Finals two years ago, to add with Trey Young, who's established himself as a legitimate superstar, not only scoring the ball, but a four-level score, which is changes the game now. There are only a couple of players, Steph Curry, Dame Lillard, Trey Young, who shoot the ball from 30. And what ends up happening is when you got that guy that can shoot the ball from 30, you can practice a four-point shot to spread the floor. Now all of a sudden you're gonna give me another all-star caliber backcourt mate that plays defense, that can also dribble and create for himself, that's gonna make the game and the usage of Trey Young go down, but his efficiency go up, and somebody that's gonna help him get easy shots also? Like this is this is definitely I, I don't wanna this is definitely the most young, exciting backcourt in the East, like right off the top of my head. And what now the Hawks have done is created another asset to allow them to probably make a move for like a John Collins since that's been talked about so much. So I literally love this for the Atlanta Hawks, but I also have to not ignore that there were two teams in this trade. And for the Spurs, when you look at DeJounte Murray, if you're gonna get three first round picks for him, Jacoby, Yep. You actually do that deal. You actually do that deal. Because so, while he is an all-star level player, he's not an MVP level player. And it also tells me 
at Pop's age that the Spurs are looking more clearly towards the future than trying to win right now. Let me tell you one more thing. You know how I used to scream something real loud about San Antonio? I'm gonna scream something else too. This goes if you have a young coach, but since Pop is gonna possibly coach this team next year without DeJounte Murray, I gotta say this, no Spurs, no! Well, that's my question, Jalen, is, what does this say about the future of Greg Popovich and the Spurs? Because the Spurs are clearly in a rebuild. They're bringing in young talent. They've got a bunch of picks in 2025, 26. Do you think Coach Popovich will be there to reap the benefits of this trade? No, Spurs, no. But let me let me just throw something out there, right? Say you're Pop and you don't want to retire. You got to be watching the net situation. You have to be. Let me, let me just bring you behind the curtain. Sean Marks from San Antonio, clearly, who clearly played with Steve Nash, who he hired. Oh, I love this. They played together this. in Phoenix. I love this. And Give if it to Pop us. wants a chance to get another championship, the Nets look like a good landing spot for that to possibly take place. So if he retires and he doesn't want to do this anymore, all bets are off. But if he's going to stay in the game, I just gave Pop a job. There's your intrigue. There's your theater. Jalen's not saying it is going to happen. Just saying if he's not retiring and he wants to continue to be a coach and doesn't want to be part of a rebuilding situation in San Antonio, the Brooklyn Nets would be a nice landing place. Keep an eye on that for 2023-2024. Who knows? And we'll see what happens with the Spurs. But let's get back to Atlanta. You mentioned this briefly, but when you talk about the Atlanta Hawks, you always end up talking about John Collins, and he ends up in all of these trade rumors. I'm a huge John Collins fan. I love what he does. He brings the defense to the table. He can shoot. He's a lob threat. He does so much, but it always seems like we talk about him getting traded. Jalen, what will the Hawks do next with John Collins? He will eventually get traded. And I just told you that about DeJounte Murray. Like, where there's smoke, there's fire, and ultimately these deals end up happening. And that's going to happen for John Collins, who has great value around the league because there aren't going to be many guys that's going to get you 50, 60 dunks, but also make that amount of threes. He's one of mm. those guys. Pick and pop, pick and roll, can play in the half court, can play in the full court, an improved three-point shooter. He, he worked on his game. But... I think they want to get somebody at that position who can also be a shot creator. See, what happens now in today's game is Trey Young, you saw the PER. DeJounte yep. Murray, you saw the PER. You know what their team is saying about both of those? They want them to come down. And how do you make them come down? You get another front court player that can actually be a shot creator, that can also draw some attention to make the game easier for those guys too, that can get a rebound and now push the fast break himself and make a play for somebody else. And so that's what I think they hoping to do at that spot. But again, in the West, if you don't have a team, if you're a, if you're a David Jacoby out there, right, and you're a die-easy fan, and you're just like, you know, I just like the NBA, you know. LeBron really, ain't where he got drafted. Certain players KD ain't I like. where he I like got to drafted. watch LaMelo. I like to yeah, watch the Pistons. Kawhi ain't where he got drafted. Pop is possibly going to retire soon or go to the Nets. Let me tell you something. I got a team for you in the West, the Pelicans. And I oh, got yeah. another team for you in the East. 
the Hawks. Those are two well, teams you can adopt. Jalen, James Harden was traded to the 76ers. And he had an option. He could opt in to get paid $47 million to play basketball for the Sixers next year. He declined that $47.3 million option. And now he looks to make a deal with those same 76ers. However, something tells me that he will not be being offered the full max worth up to $251 million. How do you think this plays out now? And would he opt out if there was not already a deal waiting for him on the table? So it's hard for me to separate church and state. It's hard for me to talk about two future Hall of Famers at different points of their career while they just played together and they're both entering free agency. Kyrie just returned to the Nets. And I'm pretty sure on a one-year deal, I'm I hope Pop's name came up in that meeting. I'll just say that. So now all of a sudden with James Harden, Kyrie can bet on himself because he didn't show no slow. He didn't show that he slowed down. So it's like I can flirt with the Lakers. I can throw teams out there. I can sign a one-year deal because we're going to be doing the, the same thing this time next summer. Yep. And the Nets are going to have to do something to make it attractive for Kyrie and KD to stay. Now for the Sixers, James Harden is like, the end is near potentially. I need the most years and the most money right now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, y'all can have this 47, but how can I get to 100 somewhere? That's what he thinking. Bradley Beal, when he opted out, he trying to get to 200. So for James Harden, he just put the Sixers on notice, Jacoby, because on paper, he's not a part of their team. He's not a part of their team. So now, even if they don't want to give him more than one year on a deal, he let them know that that's all he's taking. So if they're not going to give him multiple years, unlike Kyrie, he's going to walk. He's going to walk. But Jaylen, this is going to be you, fascinating to see how this plays out. But look at some of this video, Jalen. James Harden isn't the James Harden that won the MVP. This isn't the James Harden that was stacking up all those triple doubles in Houston. He didn't look like himself when he was with the Nets or when he was with the Sixers. So if you are the Sixers, how much are you willing to commit to him? How many years do you think this ends up at? See, this is what happens when you trade for a player that was already a depressed asset somewhat, even though he used to. See, the, the things that you're describing happened in Houston mm -hmm. and somewhat with the Nets. He dogged it with the Nets and he got out of there and he showed some slow that he slowed down some with the Nets. So when the Sixers acquired him, yeah, he had a couple of good games against some bad opponents early, and he showed that he's still a really good playmaker. He's still an all-star level player on a good team, but he's not first-team all-NBA MVP level player anymore. And at this point of his career, you know what you have to do? Invest in your body. See, this is the other thing. When you're at this point of your career, Jacoby, you got to be getting in better, not worse yep. shape. You know what yep. I'm saying? And so if they're going to be giving you years, it's got to be a commitment over the summer, a commitment in training camp, a commitment to be at every practice, to be with every trainer, to eat right, to be disciplined. James Harden like, nah, I ain't betting on none of that. I want to get paid right now or I can mm -hmm. potentially leave. 
This is going to be interesting so for the we Sixers. we will find out exactly where that deal ends up between Harden and the Sixers. We expect him to stay with the Sixers. But, Jalen, whenever there's news that involves a Jalen, you will see it here on Jalen and Jacoby. One of your favorite Jalens, Jalen Ramsey, got something that you probably need, shoulder surgery. Always, <laughs> <laughs> it's something I you know. two have in common, shoulder problems <laughs> and the first name Jalen. <laughs> let's just real. take a listen to Jalen when he came to after the meds, after the surgery. Jeez. He wants some crackers. All right, let's discharge, baby. Yeah, no, you can't discharge. These, these these ain't ain't no, cr- that's not good. These ain't no Ritz crackers. Oh, I think they're There's some Ritz crackers They're, grand, they're graham crackers and Ritz crackers. I think let's discharge, baby. Let's discharge, baby. What do you think about Jalen after soldier surgery? I, I, I have surgery. to ask you. Ritz crackers, cultural or regional? Uh, cultural. Definitely. Cultural. Yeah. Saltine crackers, cultural or regional? Cultural. Who likes which? Uh, I would say the people look like me like both. <laughs> and the people that look like me like Ritz. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that Jalen Ramsey got his Ritz crackers and his Graham crackers. We have a lot more to get to here on the eve of free agency. Is DeAndre Ayton going to stay with the Suns? And where would he go if he doesn't stay hey, with Jacob, the Suns? We'll break that down in more right up, this. Crumple up Ritz crackers and eat them like chips. No. No. Coming to you live from Pier 17 here in the Seaport, New York City, and brought to you by Chase. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Rose, free agency starts in just minutes. And DeAndre Ayton, who played in the finals last year, still doesn't have a deal with the Suns. Two questions for you. Why don't you think the Suns have offered him a contract? And where do you think he will end up if he doesn't play for the Suns? I think he's a victim of the players that got drafted behind him. Mm. And when you look at how Luka and Trey Young have uniquely entered superstar status so very young in their careers, while also leading teams to the conference finals in back-to-back seasons, you look at DeAndre Ayton and say, the Phoenix Suns making it to the NBA Finals, he was a terrific big on the interior for that team. But a lot of times it's, if you're going to question him, was it because he's a product of the creativity of Chris Paul and the dynamic offensive weaponry of Devin Booker? Did that become the the reason why he was able to put those numbers up and have that effectiveness and efficiency? Mm -hmm. So now let me tell you what I think about him as a player. Somebody need to sign him. Like... I don't know what Phoenix doing. I need to remind them of something. Did they get bounced this year in the playoffs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Game seven. Okay. It was an awful I, I, performance. I think the two worst teams in the playoffs this year as it related to not meeting expectations were the Nets and Suns. You well, can argue with yourself and flip a coin about who was worse. Mr. Rose, let's not forget in that game seven in which they were annihilated by the Mavs, DeAndre Ayton did not see the floor at the end of the fourth quarter, and there was some back and forth between him and Monty Williams. Yeah, and, 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 and so for Phoenix, I'm pretty sure they probably questioned his motor. 
they probably question if he can be like the lead anchor for a, a, a dominant defense and, and also bring it offensively while continuing to develop his game while not sitting on the post. I believe in his upside. I don't think Phoenix is going to get better not taking care of DeAndre Ayton. There aren't many young bigs like him that can do what he does. And so it, it's head-scratching for me if the Phoenix Suns lose DeAndre Ayton. And I, now I know I'm pretty sure it might be a sign-and-trade interest or other things at play or other players that they may be considering. But it better be Rudy Gobert. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that that's the only player I feel like if, if they're able to add, I would say it makes sense. Other than that, it's head-scratching to me what's happening in Phoenix. Stay tuned. Very interesting. Well, another young player who is great on the basketball court once professed that he was great at all sports. And, of course, I'm talking about Anthony Edwards, one of the most exciting players in the NBA. And here he is in the football field. Look at this throw, Jalen. Look at that. So the, Look at the accuracy. So there are some guys that are just amazing athletes. Like Odell Beckham comes to mind also. Anthony Edwards, again, played football in high school. He's out of Georgia. Look at his throw. Georgia. Looking good out there, young fella. Maybe he can play some for the Falcons. <laughs> well, <laughs> there are free agents that we are all talking about. Of course, we talked about James Harden. We talk about DeAndre Ayton. And we're always going to enjoy the highlights of Anthony Edwards. But there's a few free agents that I want to bring to your attention that no one is talking about that I think could make a huge impact. Oh, look at me in a suit. Oh, look at me. <laughs> look good. Got a tie on. <laughs> These are the three sleeper-free agents that no one's talking about that I think can make a difference. And that's TJ Warren, Colin Sexton, and Malik Monk. We're going to start with TJ Warren, all right? Listen, I haven't seen TJ Warren play basketball since the bubble, and no one else has either. He has been injured. But if you're old enough to remember what TJ Warren did in the bubble, he was getting buckets for the Pacers. I mean, he absolutely blew up. TJ Warren, to me, is a wing player that can come off the bench for you, get yourself 20 points. He can be a real difference maker when he is healthy. And by all accounts, he is healthy now. Do you think TJ Warren is a, t is a player that can make a difference on a team? When I knew that you wanted to do your three sleeper free agents, I purposely didn't ask you to list. And I told you somebody better be on it. That's who I was talking about. Because mm -hmm. TJ Warren in the bubble was a monster after they picked him up from Phoenix as a, almost a depressed asset that they didn't use. And so I agree Trade with you as a cash. veteran guy that can score the ball. Okay, second, we all celebrate Darius Garland's year last year. We, we love Darius Garland. We love what the Cavs did and Evan Mobley. But everyone forgot about Colin Sexton. Colin Sexton, he was injured, so we haven't seen him. It's just like T.J. Warren. Like, you haven't seen him play recently, so you don't think he's that effective. But Colin Sexton is a great young guard, a great two-way player that I think would be a huge asset for any team, and I'd be shocked if the Cavs let him go. Where do you think Colin Sexton could be effective? I won't be surprised if they let him go. I think like, like a John Collins or anything else, when you start to build a young team and guys that were there before the guy came. So Collins was there and then Trey Young came and then now we got to fit Trey. Collins was there before Garland came and the other guys came. So now they got to build around Garland. And so that means to me, Sexton is on the way out. He's a young bull as I like to call him. He's strong, he's athletic, he's fast, he can score the ball. He can, he's a heat check kind of guy. He needs to work on his uh, 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 passing. 
Uh, sometimes he has tunnel vision, but that's a lot of players that have his athleticism. And so I like him as a sleeper as well, Jacoby. The Lakers, they're on national TV all the time. And yep. sometimes they don't have Anthony Davis. And sometimes they don't have LeBron James. But they always <laughs> had Malik Monk. And Malik Monk put up buckets for this Lakers team. One of the few bright spots. I would say one of the few Lakers that played above expectations, Malik Monk. He still has a few years left of scoring in the NBA. What do you think about Malik Monk's effectiveness? And where would you like to see him end up? He, he had a glow up from Charlotte and was welcomed with open arms by LeBron as a guy that they turned into a, a, a player that played above the, uh, the play more, was more productive than the medium. But you said something that he actually did that that old tired Lakers roster other than LeBron needed last year. Played above the rim. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's another thing that he does. He's gonna get out in transition. So he, he he's a guy that, that, that I like that as well, Jacoby, changing ends of the floor um, as a starter, as a reserve, um, somebody that's going to excite the crowd. Uh, um, th there are guys, again, in this free agent class that are going to get signed with teams and they're going to be like rotation players that could be starters. He's one of those. Well, remember these three, T.J. Warren, Consex, and Malik Monk, three free agents that no one's talking about that can make a difference for your franchise, and you would be happy if your team signs any of those. I know you would with the Pistons, Mr. Rose. Jalen, another player we haven't seen play for a while, Zion Williamson. We've got footage of Zion Williamson absolutely dominating opponents on the basketball court. Sure, the opponents might be like 12 years old, but it's still fun to watch. We'll get that next on Jalen and Jacoby. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Every day here on the show, we recognize another day that Brittany Griner is still detained in Russia. We are BG, wrongfully detained 133 days. We here at Jalen and Jacoby wish her a speedy, safe return to the United States. Jalen. I have footage of Zion Williamson dominating opponents. Sure, they're 13 years old, but this guy can't guard Zion. Like I mentioned earlier, if you're looking for a Western Conference stock, a team to root for, there's your squad, the Pelicans. We talk about Zion like his sightings of Bigfoot. Appreciate the love. See y'all soon. We always say we give the people what they want. Part of that is podcast exclusive content for our podcast listeners. We can talk about all the things they won't let us talk about on the TV show. And we've got a great topic right here, Jalen Rose. What up, Our though? great, accomplished, amazing director slash mom of the show, Brandy. She sent me a video tearing up the internet. <laughs> and I've never seen Brandy, but some tells me Brandy looks more like you than me. Just have a hunch. Just have a hunch. She's from Memphis, Tennessee. Stand Just up. Just have a hunch. Here's how Just you know. Just have a hunch. Here's how you know. She's the unforgotten member of 3-6 Mafia. She's in 3-6 Mafia. She is. She is. <laughs> so she sends me this video. It's a video from the internet of a gentleman who's bringing McDonald's to his son. Right? We're both dads. Sounds nice. However, his baby mama has some other children as well. But he only brought McDonald's for his child. Jalen Rose. There's a lot of discussion. I can make a great case for both sides, which means it's always worth talking about. Where do you fall on this internet controversy? First off, this is cultural. 
and I know that human being probably looks just like me. Second, um, as somebody that's a baby daddy, happily, respectfully, as somebody that also raised a stepson, Ladarius, and even Trust though me. I met his mom when he was seven, he's plus 30, and even though we never got married, I never treated him different than my other two kids. And let me just tell you why that is. It's not the kids to sort out the adults' um, relationship drama. And as a responsible adult, just think about it like this. If you were going to a house, if you were going to a gathering, if you were going to a party, and you knew kids were gonna be there and you were bringing donuts, or you were bringing ice cream, or you were bringing pizza, you wouldn't just bring it for one kid, your kid, you bring it for all of them. But since he probably doesn't have the best relationship with her or even their fathers, because they probably overlapped in one way, shape or form or whatever, 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 you're doing a spite move and only bringing your son or daughter McDonald's. Now, let me tell you what that does. It alienates them from their brothers and sisters who they actually live with. That's why you can't do that. They have to live there. You're visiting. They have to live there. You want to create an environment for your son, your daughter, that's conducive to them getting along with their brother and sister. Now, I'm not saying on Christmas Day, you buy them all of the same Christmas gifts. But what I am saying is when you come bringing snacks or you come bringing food, it's only right that you make sure that all of the kids, not just your kid, eat. That's tacky. That's that's ghetto. So a couple things. Um, Brandy in my ear just let me know that there's five other children. He said he can't feed all five. Now, I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, saying maybe he didn't know the other kids were there. But apparently he does, and he is making it spiteful. And you should not punish children for adult people's business. Now, that all being said, you know what this all says to me? Just the power of the single mom. You know what I mean? He's like, I can't feed all them kids. Well, guess what? Mom has to, mm. breakfast, lunch, and dinner, not just mm. one meal once in a while. You know, so like, well, we could all talk for, for we could, until we're out of breath about the, the, the dad's actions. But what this shows me is just the power of, of the single mom who, who is, is not just worrying about one kid with one meal, but has to worry about six kids every meal. So my biological father allegedly had 13 kids by 11 women. My mother in the house I grew up in, it was four of us with three different dads. And I'm the youngest. So the scenario you just described, you definitely give your son or daughter McDonald's, but on the day that you pick them up, mm -hmm. on the day that you picking them up, you do that away from the siblings. You don't do it in front of their face to spite the situation. So you go pick up your son or your daughter and spend the afternoon with them and then you take them to McDonald's or you pick them up from school and then you take them to McDonald's. You make sure that they're fed, but not in the face of their brothers and sisters. And you're exactly right. There is no power like the power of a single mother. And anybody can fight me on this. And you can tweet me, you can at me, whatever. I don't care what you say. There isn't, it, there isn't a, a more dynamic human being walking the face of this earth than a single mother. Please believe me. Preach. Jalen Rose, I want to ask you about something. Mike Trout hit a home run. Shohei Otani hit a home run. Two of the most exciting electric baseball players 
holding a bat and wearing a glove in the whole entire world. But they're in the Angels and they lost 11 to 4. There's something about this franchise where you can put the biggest stars there and it just seems like they don't get to shine bright. What, what do we do about this if, if you're the commissioner? It's not a commissioner issue. It's a organizational management building a team issue. And here's what you have to do that I don't understand that teams don't get. There's certain players that you have on your roster that make you need to go for it right now. Mm. Like when we have Giannis or Luka. Embiid. Embiid, like you gotta go for it right now if they haven't won it yet. If they haven't had individual success. Here's why. You want Embiid and Giannis and Luka to re-sign, but then you also want people to wanna come play with them. You don't want them to be looking right now like Bradley Bill or Donovan Mitchell. And the reason why I put those in categories is because Shohei Otani and Mike Trout are superstars, best players in the game. Giannis, superstar, best players in the game. Luka, first team All-NBA, best players in the game. Bradley Beal, All-Star, not one of the best players in the game. So if you're Washington, you're not mortgaging everything in theory to keep him happy. You're just signing him and building around him. But when you have these generational changing players, here's what you're supposed to do. Go out and grab somebody that's proven if the unproven people that you've tried didn't work. At general manager and as skipper. That's what you do. That's what you do. Get somebody that's gonna like, like infuse something into that organization and it seems that they've missed it. And I know they've, you know, had a couple of coaches that have been there for a while, that type of thing. But when you have those guys, like, you got to go for it right now. I agree. I agree. I want to see. Or I want to see. Them. Exactly. I want to see Shohei Otani on a, on a major stage on a winning team because I expect to see that. Now, Jalen, you're 49 right now. We need to start planning your birthday. Like, you're you're. 50th birthday is like five months away. I don't know if you know this. And I don't even know if that's enough time to plan a, a birthday worthy of your 50th. But I'm gonna I'm, I'm try to get with some loved ones and make sure that you're celebrated appropriately. However, you got some back problems. You never call out sick. You've had a shoulder thing for a while, but like you don't complain a lot. You know what I mean? Like Jalen Rose doesn't complain a lot about having the sniffles or little little you know bumps and bruises. But every time I talk to you on the phone, this back problem comes up. Before you got in the plane, yesterday you said, I'm about to be Larry Bird on this plane. <laughs> and I thought you meant drink 35 beers, but really you meant just work on the lower back the whole time. Tell me about the back problems. What are we doing for it? So it's really been like the last three days, two nights. I took a red eye flight from the West Coast to Detroit for the board for a board meeting on Monday. And I remember waking up on the plane like 7 a.m. and like my back hurt a little bit. But I, I ain't think nothing of it. You know what I'm saying? Went went got in the car, came and did the show. And I remember like going to take a shower and going to get a steam before the show. 
I sat down. I'm like, wait a minute, my back hurt. It Lord, really hurt. Wearing your back, wearing your back. Lower back, like like wearing a belt, like all around the lower part of my back, right? Oh, like, like where I got my spare tire of a little extra fat there? Yeah, like, yeah, that part. And uh, I was like, wait a minute. So this is like, I landed like seven, but this is like 9.45 a.m. I'm like, wait a minute. Cause I got a little routine. I don't have to tell you, you've been in there with me. So when I get in the steam, I'm trying to drink water. I'm trying to stretch. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to meditate. I'm trying to pray. I'm trying to plan. I'm trying to do all of that. You try staying as long as possible. Like Taylor Rose wants to be on the, on the edge of passing out, losing consciousness, and potentially yes. dying yes. inside the steam room. And then like, get I out. worry about yes. you. When you go there late at night. I'm like, he could pass in that steam room and just end up there until tomorrow. And I can't front. There have been a couple of times, I haven't said this out loud, but I'll say this because it'll help someone else. I've almost fell asleep in there doing that a couple of times. Because think about how many times I steam. Like, so there's different various variables of the day where I'm tired, you know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. So there's times that I almost have fallen asleep in there. So and you'll catch a quick nap anywhere, anywhere. <laughs> exactly. And I've and seen you catch a nap between like the A block and this B block on the show. <laughs> exactly. So at like 9.30, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm trying to stretch in the steam room. I'm like, my back hurt. And then we were about to come do the show. I told our producer, I don't remember if it was Brian or Davison or Tuts or who I was producing. I was like, I'm gonna be doing a lot of standing, man. My back hurt. So we did the show, whatever. And then that afternoon, I was like, all right, I gotta go in recovery mode. Went to CVS, you know what I'm saying? Back patches, heating pad. Oh yeah. Like, bu bought everything, bought did all you just go? Did you go to somebody who works there and be like, give me everything you possibly everything. can for your back? Just whatever it is. You're like, you think the CVS receipts are long, you should've seen that one. Correct. But <laughs> Yesterday you did the pod exclusive, you were standing up. Correct. And so I'm just looking at your nipples through the sweater the whole time. <laughs> Couldn't even see it. All I'm looking at is your chain and your nipples the whole time during Pi Exclusive yesterday. I'm like, why is he standing up like this? I'm like, I'm not going to say anything about it. <laughs> and so, like, what ended up happening is I went to CVS and I tried to get all of these remedies or whatever, whatever, whatever. And then it was like, it was hurting really bad. And I was like, oh, man. And so all day Monday... And Monday night, Monday night to Tuesday, I probably slept, and I'm not exaggerating, I probably slept an hour and a half of trying to like sleep for like eight hours. I hate like, that literally, feeling. Literally I hate that feeling. I hate, hey man, I was so like, I, I was just so like, and here's the one thing that I want everybody to acknowledge that I did not say. I try to avoid taking pain pills. Mm -hmm. I don't numb myself. Me too. Me too. I'll do I, I don't numb myself. Motrans. I play basketball. I'm sore. I'm limping around. I just like to work it out. Let the body work it out. I gotta feel it. I gotta feel it. I, I, I want to feel it. I want to feel it before. I want to feel it during. And I want to feel it go away. And so Monday night, fam. Here's my night. Sleep on. Sleep on your left side. Sleep on your right side. Five or ten minutes. Sleep on your, lay, no, I didn't say sleep. Lay on your left side five or 10 minutes. Lay on your right side five or 10 minutes. Lay on your back five or 10 minutes. Lay on the floor flat for five or 10 minutes. Lay with your back flat on the floor, put your feet up on the bed for five or 10 minutes. 
It was all that rinse and repeat, and then get up and walk around the room for five or 10 minutes. That was my exercise all night. I watched, I watched the entire Netflix. Uh, on, on Monday, I watched watch, everything. I watched everything that Netflix has. The whole category. I, I watched the whole everything. library. It's I over. I watched the whole library. I canceled my subscription. Nothing, nothing more to show me. And then on Tuesday, it felt better, but obviously it didn't go away in a day. And so coincidentally, I booked a massage because oh. I had a flight later with the with the hot rocks. On the back. Oh, the hot, the hot, I've never done the rocks. hot rocks. Yeah, the hot rocks on the back, right? And then so I felt a little better after that. I sat in the uh, Uber and I was going to do the show and I can't front, man. We didn't even get to the first stoplight and I was already laying down in the back of the car. I'm like, this ain't good. <laughs> no, no, I'm no. like, this ain't good. And then that's when you saw me um, standing up and doing the show. But the last, like, half a day or whatever and then playing last night i believe that's the first flight i'm not saying this maybe this is true this is probably the first evening flight i've ever taken that i didn't have to work when i landed that i ain't think about drinking wow i ain't i i i, I they they the, I, and by the way i'm tall I'm standing up there with the stewardess. I'm in their way. You know what I'm saying? And at a time when a pilot trying to use the bathroom, I'm like, I ain't about to, hey, dog, I ain't a threat, dog. We're going to have <laughs> to work this stay? out. They yeah, I'm like, stay? I'm not a threat. I, I, I'm not a threat. I can't go sit down right now. Because I'm going to stand up. Because you know that space in the, lo- the aisle yeah, is small. of course. And they put you the dining saying? cart there. Like, like yeah. that's going to stop anybody from I'm doing I'm in everybody's anything. way. <laughs> The only way I can't be in everybody's way is to stand up there by the bathroom or by where they like, you know, giving beverages or whatnot. And it was time for the uh, pilot to use the bathroom. And I looked at the stewardess. I was like, the pilot saw me come on. He knows who I am. And I, I'm not a threat. I'm not a threat. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be his extra security if something happened. How about that? You know what I'm saying? And so that was a flight. Landed. Got to the West Coast. Feel a lot better today. Good. Feel a lot. I'm like Good. I'm like eighty. I'm like 80% today. Good, because with the back problems, you seem like you're 75, 80 years old. You know what I mean? We don't need that. <laughs> we got time for one quick voicemail. Remember, all voicemails on Friday. You call 985-80-Jalen. You leave his voicemail. We'll put you on the show just like this. What's up, Jalen? What's up, Jacoby? This is Corbin from 413. Shout out, Reg. Uh, I wanted to call him today to give a quick uh, boss move or soft move. I was going to ask if it's a boss move to continue education even though you have no money at all and just taking uh, loans to pursue a master's degree. And I realized that's going to be a boss move. So my real boss move or soft move is working without underwear from home at your desk job. I have a a pair of pants and a pair of shirts that I keep on my computer in case my boss calls me. I need to jump on a Zoom or a FaceTime cover. But other than that, I love to do my work. Bucky Nakey. All right. <laughs> All right, a couple things. Number one, Jalen Rose, do you know what the 413 area code is? 413, no. It's, 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 let me tell you what it is. It's the great region of Western Massachusetts. Springfield, what up, North Hampton, Holyoke, Amherst. 
the great region of Western Massachusetts. Shout to Corbin. Now, here's what I love about Corbin. Corbin's naked all day at the crib. Right, Bucky like he's just—he just stay Bucky Nakey, and he's got a case of emergency throw clothes on for the Zoom call. Now, and he also know—he knows the first one. Get your masters, you know, take out them loans, invest in yourself, education—you'll never regret. Whether whether or not you apply it to your profession, you will never regret advancing your education. So that's a boss move. But Jalen, how do you feel about him, Bucky Nakey, at home all day, ready to hop on a Zoom and throw some clothes on? Because this sounds like it could get you in trouble. This sounds like it can get you in some trouble. So, thank you for the call, appreciate the love. Um, a couple of things. When you're at home, you should always have the ability to be commando. Like, that should always be on the menu. Like, being naked at home should always be on the menu. However, when you're about to hit that zoom, always think of that as you're turning on the TV. Always thinking that as you're opening your front door, you're allowing the world in. Mm. And I always try to set up my Zooms and the room where I Zoom to zoom think, how would, how would my Zoom look if my computer fell or if my phone fell? Mm. Because so many times like people that do a Zoom and feel like something isn't on camera right in particular you from the waist down you might have beverages in the room you might have party favors in the room you might have your underclothes in the room hanging up whatever's in the room right just think about it just because i'm doing a zoom that don't mean the rest of the room is empty like it's other you know, stuff yeah. in the room it also means the camera like you make a good point especially with the handheld phone you drop that thing it could point in the wrong direction and you, you're, you're showing things that, that you didn't intend to show Correct. So I, I would say it's okay to do it without underwear on, but you got to do it with pants on. Correct. You got to do it as with pants on. As long as you have on pants, you good. I you appreciate the call. Big pants. shout to everybody in the 413 that supports Jalen and Jacoby. That is the place where I am from, even though I often rep New York City. Jalen, we'll be back tomorrow for a Thursday show and then a Friday show. And then we're taking the first week off of J&J in years. 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 We'll be back tomorrow. Why is that? And I got to tell two secrets. You just ironed out why you're a Die Easy fan. I'm from Massachusetts, but I represent New York. See, yeah, man. I'm, 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 I'm from Detroit, and I represent Detroit. Good for you. The second thing I want to say is we really ain't taking a vacation next week. We were dark three of the days already. Yeah, it was already preempted. You know, take two <laughs> days off. <laughs> Is it like the Blastmaster Caribou's one once famously said, "We're not done. We're not done. We are not done." Got to give the people.